Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, the podcast that brings you the fun and funny of wrestling. I am your host, Scott Narver, and with me is a man who was jogging in place. He was getting himself pumped up right before this, because that's what one does right before you start speaking. You can find him on Twitter, at the Nasser. It's Sharif Nasser. Well, hello everyone. Oh, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little winded. <laughs> I was doing too much jogging in place. You ultimate worried yourself. A little bit. You gassed. I'm, I'm gassed already. We're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to go straight to the finish. Oh, all right. Well, then I know it's a better episode this way. Nobody can complain about that. It went on too long. Yeah, you can go to uh, YouTube.com/slash/TheNasser, and we'll see you next time. And oh, don't forget your uh, the your the oh shit, it's not Groupon. What is it? It's Uber, Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Uh, what is it? Uh, Uber Snasser. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone done anything yet with that? I haven't even looked yet. Like people, what is going on? Uh, Sharif has shared his Uber Eats password with you the to get a discount on your uber eats and my girlfriend is very upset that i told the story about her ordering a cake oh no she said she clarified later she's like it was you told that story on there about me ordering a cake it was a small cake it wasn't a big cake i'm like you should have clarified these things before i put it on the air it was still a cake though right? it was still a cake was but a it cake. wasn't like a it wasn't like a, a birthday cake it's like a, a smaller cake like a small piece of cake yeah, that she had, like, in stages. It wasn't just like, this is 11 o'clock at night, I'm going to eat an entire cake. Okay, so she had, like, one piece, and it's like, okay, I'm going to eat the first quarter of this now. Right. And then, right. The ne- okay, so we, we, we've we clarified, and, and hopefully uh, you no longer have to sleep on the couch. Well, hopefully not, but I would have been one where I, at 11 o'clock at night, I would eat the entire cake. Yes. Ooh, oh, I think I know why people may not have been able to use my code. Uh-oh, is this the wrong code? It, it looks like you may, I may have given out the wrong code inadvertently. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like it's eats dash uber snasser ah sorry everyone yep sorry about that so the first code i shared was my just regular uber code <laughs> so that would give you like a free ride That's- so if you've never used uber so if you're that one person in the world who's never used it mm-hmm. you can use uber snasser for a free ride but if you want free food it's eats sla- eats dash uber snasser so none of these summon you to either deliver food or to pick them up these are codes that they get a discount on. Yes, they they yes, they don't have to do any. This is not a scam to make you a Uber Eats driver where you then have to <laughs> deliver the food. This is to bring one of those people to you with food. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, good to know. Now I'm still marking this code because at some point I know I'm going to use Uber Eats. Yes. You and should. I will use this code. You, you know what I had for lunch through Uber Eats yesterday? What did you have? Fat burger. No kidding. Oh, yeah. Now, Fat Burger's confusing because they have many different size patties. Yes. I don't know if I trust Uber Eats to get that right. They got it right. They got, really? They got me the exact one I wanted with the exact toppings, the the fat fries versus the skinny fries. Mm. Yes, I would say the, the only... The only negative I had was the Coke was a little watered down, and I could tell the ice had melted, uh. which is like, that's the first time that's ever happened. Okay. But all in all, the food was delicious, and that's, you know... All right. I was, I was very happy with it. So that's a win. It, very much a win. Now, speaking of another win, yeah. controversial, oh. controversial this past Sunday, oh, man. money in the bank. Wow. I can't believe Naomi uh, retained. <laughs> <laughs> 
Were you upset by then? Uh, no, I mean, um, or do we? Uh, let's see here. Like, let's yeah, get I mean, into it. Overall yeah. thoughts. First o- off, overall thoughts on the pay per view as a whole. I think I liked it more than most people. Sure. Did. Okay. Um, I know there were some screwy finishes, and we'll talk about the screwiest one here in a second. Mm-hmm. But the men's Money in the Bank ladder match was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Was that was one of the best matches WWE has had this year. Oh. Uh, I absolutely marked out for the AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura moment. Right. That was great. They're staring at each other, and then they just move the ladder to the side and start beating each other up. I think it's confirmed now. We will see those two at either SummerSlam or, where I'm hoping, WrestleMania. Or Survivor Series, or Royal Rumble, or Battleground, or the other 19 pay-per-views. Great balls of fire. I know that's raw, (laughs) but you never know. You never know. You never know. Um... Yeah, I mean, Survivor Series, they would more than likely be on the same team together. That would be pretty cool. Right. Like, if I think the, the SmackDown Survivor Series team this year would just basically be all the guys who are in Money in the Bank. Do you think they'll do it uh, bragging rights style, where I, they do the opposing shows? I would I would say so. I, I think that's... Uh, I think that would make sense. They did it last year. That was and that was like the first mm-hmm. big pay-per-view of the brand split. Mm-hmm. And I I think it's a good way to get everyone on a few shows together. Sure. Um and it, it makes that pay-per-view worth a lot more. Right. That it's the one time where both brands are competing directly against each other. If you really want to make that pay-per-view one of the big four like it used to be, right. I think that's the way to go. Well, but everyone has to wear the colored shirt for which show they're on. Otherwise, I'll be confused. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel bad for those who are colorblind. <laughs> What's going on? I don't know. Oh, I can only... See black and white. Oh, go grayish team versus other grayish team. <laughs> Apollo Cruz is black. What? What? Oh no! I had no idea. <laughs> okay, so I I agree. Money in the Bank. Uh, I enjoyed it overall as well. Yes, I liked the Money in the Bank men's. Mm-hmm. I liked the Money in the Bank women's a lot too. So did I. So did um, I. Over uh, yeah, I liked the show overall. I wasn't. SmackDown Live pay-per-views have been great, and I felt this was no different. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, I didn't think it was exceptional, but damn, I thought it was good. Yeah, I, I was happy with the time I spent with it. Mm-hmm. Is it one of the greatest pay-per-views of all time? No, but it's definitely probably it's one of the better ones this year. Mm-hmm. I would say so. I, I think it gets a lot of heat, and let, I think we need to just get into this. Okay, let's get into let's, it. Let's, let's get into it. The uh, Usos walks away like from cowards. the New Day. Like Howard. Oh, the internet's so upset. Right. That cost me two points. Oh, did it? Yeah, I have Kofi Kingston, obviously, on my team. So if New Day wins the t- the titles, each member of the New Day gets two points. Right. You It didn't put you two points in the negative. No. It just prevented you from getting two additional I points. I got zero points because of that match. They gotta get the title. There's no way. Yeah, they're gonna get it at some point. Uh I mean, this, it was probably the smart thing to do just so they can extend this. Uh, the chase. Yeah. People love the chase. They love the chase. And the Usos have been entertaining and enjoyable mm-hmm. for the first time in years. So this is, yeah, it's it's great for everybody. It's yeah. great for Fandango and Tyler Breeze as well. Just sort of being in the mix. Yeah. Oh, that match. Holy shit. Oh, oh yeah. That match occurred. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can, like they should just stick with the uh, the fashion police sketches and mm-hmm. that's about it. Yeah, Ascension revealing themselves. Wait, was that on the pay per view or was that on SmackDown? No, that was on the pay per view. Like they, okay. they did. I 
if I'm remembering this correctly, uh, they did the fashion the fashion vice. Okay. Uh, so you know the Miami Vice ripoff, right? And where they said like, oh, we'll find out who has been whatever at. In the match, and then the Ascension came out. So I was like, "Oh, they were they were the culprits." I like to think that they weren't really the culprits. Yeah, that it's, they're still just it, you know they came out there and it, it wasn't real. Yeah, and maybe we bring in a new tag team or we use this as a way to elevate another one. Hopefully, hopefully, because that was not. It, it felt like someone goes, "We're done with this, but we'll actually wrap this up." Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like we, we we keep dropping the 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 lead here. What are you talking about? Dropping it like James Ellsworth from the top of a ladder. Oh, I yeah. see what you did there. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. That's why you guys, you bring me on every so often. <laughs> well, that's why I also record every so often. Yeah. <laughs> Consistency not abound. Yes. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the women's money in the bank. Let's talk about the most romantic thing I've ever seen. Oh, that that's that's more important than women's money in the bank. Yes, the Canalises. Well, oh, that that as well. That was pretty awesome. Oh, oh, you were actually talking about money in the bank. I was talking about James Ellsworth. Okay, so doing that the was... most romantic thing I've ever seen. Okay, to win a woman's heart, it really was giving her the money in the bank briefcase. He could have given it to anybody. He really like he could have used that. Like he's like, oh hey, Sh- Charlotte Flair, you want to start hooking up? Here you go. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has a thing for Tamina. You, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. He could have weird fetishes being on the road, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you're in that life, if you're in that life, you're going to have some weird fetishes. It's going to happen. And Tamina could be that Absolutely. for him. Yeah. But no, he gave it to the woman that he cares for. And he's been by her side through thick and through thin. He gave it to Carmella. Yes. That is just beautiful. It was so fabulous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had, I'm sorry. I had this. I'll, I'll show myself the door here. Uh, it, it's that. You don't need to go through it, but that's the door. That's the door. Oh, okay, you showed, yeah. you showed me the door. Um, what, what do I say about that moment? Uh, I'll say the women's money in the bank. I I was very surprised in how well they did. Um, mm-hmm. They did not skirt around using ladders. Like They were there. They were used properly. There were some good bumps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, What is it? There's a sigh. There's some. There's some trepidation. There's something you're not feeling. Is it? It was too short. Is it? They. They didn't do crazy enough spots. Well, I wasn't expecting them to do the crazy spots that the men are going to do. The spots that they did do, I, I was very happy with. Mm-hmm. This is the first time they've ever done a women's money in the bank ladder match, and I thought for the first time, well done, well okay. done. That end though. WWE had to have known the amount of shit they were going to get for having a man be the first person to unhook the Money in the Bank briefcase for the women. I mean, how great is it for James Ellsworth to constantly be referred to as a man? I mean... I think that's that in and of itself is just great for him. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got, oh yay. Yeah, the JBL calls him all these sorts of terrible things. And then now everyone going, a man yes. got the briefcase for a woman. But for a, a woman who then later uh, we'll get into uh, says she's intelligent yes. and smarter than the other competitors. So it's character development and she's a dirty, dirty heel. She th- that is abs- That I absolutely agree with. She gave a great uh, promo on this week's SmackDown mm-hmm. where she was going through, oh, there has been interference before. Like she's setting precedent. She's calling back to things, which right. is great. I think there 
is a way to have done what they did without getting the amount of backlash they got. Backlash was like two months ago. Right. So they could have done it without the potential roadblocks. Nope. The roadblock was like two and a half months ago. They could have done it where I would have said, great balls of fire. What a great end. I don't think they'll ever name a pay-per-view that. So you're in the clear. Okay. So great balls of fire. That was amazing. I think they missed out on that. The way I would have booked the end is I still have James Ellsworth push Becky Lynch off the ladder. Okay. That's fantastic. Sure. You then have James Ellsworth trying to get Carmella up to get the the briefcase. She's the only one in the ring. Mm -hmm. Instead of him climbing, he picks her up and starts pushing her up the ladder. And then she unhooks it. Boom. To be fair, he might not be physically capable of doing such an act. It would have been hilarious to have seen him try. (laughs) For 10 minutes, you just, oh, he almost, he almost, has, he almost has it. Mm-hmm. He almost got it there. Um, but, yeah, I, I like, I, the, the, the wrestling fan who understands the business side of me knows this is the best way you bring out heat. Right. You draw heat is with this diabolical plan. Right. The, the progressive feminist in me says... What the hell, WWE? What are you doing with this? See, I'm from Texas. I don't have one of those. Right. Uh, I'm, I miss the days of Stone Cold Stunning Women. I mean, we all do. Let's be... I'm from Michigan, all right? So there's a big part of me that's like, oh, women, women get back in the kitchen. But I went to a very liberal college, so mm-hmm. they, 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 you know, they've brainwashed me a little bit. <laughs> These things Damn happen. it. Damn it all. But Hillary I, I, Clinton should have been president. <laughs> oh, sorry, that, that happens occasionally. <laughs> I, I see what you're talking about, and I, I know what that moment is. I mean, I was watching that show with a bunch of people, and my girlfriend was very upset oh, I'm to sure. watch James Ellsworth grab it and throw it down to Carmella. But in part, like that's what wrestling always has to be. Uh, we have to have these moments where we're super happy about something, but we have to have these moments too where we're just livid and pissed about what it is. And then the story that progresses, because we want to see, well, wait, they can't do this, right? Uh, the two owners are tweeting, saying this won't stand. Meanwhile, had they been at the fucking show, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have stood. Yeah, as it eventually did not. And I, I also had like a fun potential booking angle for what happened on SmackDown. Should, should we get into what then eventually sure, happened? Sure, yes. The briefcase was taken away from Carmella, yes. from Daniel Bryan, Daniel- who finally showed up to work. Yes, once again, a man is deciding what's happening with the woman's Money in the Bank briefcase. Darn right. So, come on, WWE. That's twice. Um, do you want Stephanie McMahon to do it throughout 18 segments of the show yeah, where she th- talks the entire time? Yeah, no, because then at some point she'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to keep this, and then she's going to be champion. Mm-hmm. And then Triple H will find a way to be champion because he always does. And I don't think we want to live in that universe. See? See? Um, no, so... What was it? Oh, man, I just lost We should call it Men in the Bank. Men in the Bank. Because that's what it is. It really is. Okay, so you don't like that a man takes the women's money in the briefcase away from another man and woman? So, I mean, like, the whole Daniel Bryan, I'm fine. Well, I'm sort of fine with it. I do not like the fact that they stripped Carmella of it. Uh, Mainly because, if you remember the last time I was here, we had talked about the fact that we thought Carmella was going to win this. Thing, yes. Right. And I do fantasy WWE as we've talked about. Yes. You know who I finally picked up? 
Carmella. I picked up Carmella with the first time I went to the waiver wire. Oh, so this is the feminist part coming out. Yes. The I, one that affects your wallet. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing speaks feminism like money coming out of my pocket. Um, yeah, so I picked her up. Yes. Had five points and everyone's like, what the hell? And I'm like, well, until further notice, she earned me five points. Mm-hmm. Stripping her of the money in the bank briefcase, I, as the commissioner, decided it is only fair to remove those five points until the rematch uh, this coming week. And who knows if you're listening to this, it's already happened. But as we record it, we are a few days away from that SmackDown where they're going to have right. a rematch. Where she's going to get it again. She better. Her or Becky Lynch need to get it. No way, Becky Lynch. I have Becky Lynch on my team. So. Oh, okay. So you're covered. I'm covered. Yeah. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. I, I, I think I have the two most likely people to win that match. Yeah. Tamina's not taking it after this. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like it's going to further establish the character of... um. Of uh, Carmella saying, like, she's so intelligent, she's going to have another game plan yeah. altogether. Mm-hmm. She's going to rig a little C4 on the ladder, so when the other girls are climbing up, boom, it goes off, and then she uses a ladder that has no C4 on it. I, I like that. I was also thinking maybe, like, she greases up some of the ladders. Oh. Like, going up the ladder. It's like, oh, I can't get up the ladder. It's so greasy. That'd be different than all the times when everybody complains, like, oh, they can't climb up fast enough. Yeah. Now they they slide down too fast. Oh, did you play the, the drinking game of uh, when wrestlers climb too slow going up the ladder? No, I'm not a drinker, so. Oh, I keep forgetting this. I mean, I could play, like, a chicken wing game of it or something. I, I think maybe next time they do Money in the Bank, which, uh, well, we have one coming up on Tuesday. Right. We need to do a chicken wing eating anytime the wrestlers are climbing too slowly up the ladder, eat a chicken wing. Well, I don't find fault with this, though. That's what's weird to me is like anybody that complains about this, climb up a ladder quickly. Yeah. I dare you because after you get up about the second rung or so, it starts to get a little freaky. It really does. I, I, I've i been known to climb a ladder or two. Mm-hmm. I've done some theatrical work and some backstage stuff. And like oh. you have to climb very high onto ladders. and Hanging lights? Hanging lights. Gobos? You know it. Gels? Yeah. Putting mm-hmm. them in the lights. Got to, you know, color balance the stage and whatnot. Right. And, and you're going up like 8, 10 feet at least? At least, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was one ladder that was like a 20-foot ladder that you, you had like straddle when you were on top to do the lights. Right. Horrifying. <laughs> yeah, you're essentially grabbing that winch and trying to unhook Money in the Bank when you're up that high doing this. Yes, and then once you have hold of the light, it's a lot heavier than that briefcase. Right, <laughs> and then you're not, no one else is going to do the Jeff Hardy victory grabbing the the what, the cash, right? The, the Terry Invitational Tournament mm. from No Mercy. Yes. After he grabs that money, then he just eats it. Yeah. He just he flew off the top of the ladder and fell onto the ground. Yeah, we're, we're not trained athletes hanging lights, so we, we, we fall off the ladder. That that That's it for life. Although you have a union, right? Uh, I mean, this was back in college, so no, oh. no union. Shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, happily fall off that ladder. Yeah. Union I'm, takes care of you. Exactly. I mean, I could have sued the school, mm-hmm. and my, that school, the school I went to had some deep pockets. Mm. Their endowment is, I think, like what, like now $10 billion? <laughs> All right. They have a lot of money. You should go back. I should go back just to fall off ladders. Just to fall off ladders and collect that paycheck. Oh, man. This is this is great. Hopefully, like, no one in the admissions office is listening to this. But, of course, they're not listening to I, I assure you, the admissions office, uh, the staff hate this show. Yeah. This is probably what's going to prevent me from going back to college now. This probably will be, yes. They'll hold it against you. Oh, you've done curtain jacks. No, we're not going to let you in. Sorry. Oh, God. All their jaws are wired shut. Mm. 
they're the ones falling off the ladders and taking their own money. Really? That's how they got so rich. Bastards. Vicious cycle. So, I think Carmelo will take it again. I think so, too. Okay. I think so, too. I think I'm getting those five points back. Uh, I think uh, we're in store for a good heel run from Carmella. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like what I had, what I had seen from her with the, the briefcase and her brief period of time. I was really enjoying. Yeah. She gave a, as you said, a really great promo. Yeah. Like great. she let it loose. Yeah. She, she knows, she knows how to work that briefcase. And I, mm-hmm. you know, she's definitely going to be one of those heels that comes down every single match and teases it and doesn't do it. And then when she strikes, it's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. Versus the the men's money in the bank briefcase winner, which I don't we haven't touched upon yet. Maybe we sure should touch upon him. Sure, touch upon Baron Corbin. Which said no one ever. <laughs> um, oh, I, like I was expecting that too. I don't know if we had talked about predictions, but that was my prediction that it would be Baron Corbin, and unfortunately, it was. Did you get points for him? I did not. Okay, uh, I would have gotten points if Shinsuke had done it. Sure, and it was you're, a little you're, dicey. You're when, betting with your heart on that one. Oh yeah. Shinsuke was my second overall pick. The first pick of the second round was Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. That was like I knew going into it. I'm like I'm taking Shinsuke in the second round. I don't care who else is available. And there were some good wrestlers still available. Any re- any guy that's white and over six foot five, you got to know Vince McMahon loves them. I know. Well, my first pick was Braun Strowman. Okay. Well, then you did good. Yeah. My fourth round prick was fourth round prick. <laughs> my fourth round pick. <laughs> Was also my fourth round prick in Brock Lesnar. Sure. So, hey, that actually worked out well. Okay. Um, so you're following the formula. I'm following the formula. I, I did go with my heart a little bit, but I'm currently in third place. All right. If uh, Carmella wins, I'll be back into second place. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we, we touched upon the men's Money in the Bank briefcase match. Great match. A lot of good moments. Uh, a lot of great spots. But what did you think about Baron Corbin winning it? What do you think his future is with the briefcase? I like Baron Corbin. I'm one of the few people that that like him. I don't love him, but I like him all right. I think he's he's uh, he is a dick, um, but I like that. Uh, I think he's he's having better and better matches. I mean, he's been fighting AJ Styles a lot, which yeah. really helps. But I don't know. I I like what he does. I like a very simple, honest character. He's a lone biker. Mm-hmm. I buy it. Makes sense to me. Um, and I, I look forward to what it is. I don't know when he'll cash in or who he'll cash in on. Like, it's not clear to me. Yeah. If it's Shinsuke or somebody else, it's pretty obvious that, oh, they'll take it off gender soon. And that's that. Mm-hmm. Baron, I have no idea. Yeah, this is really interest, a really interesting time for Baron to have the briefcase. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if, if he's going to win the briefcase, you want him to win it against, win the belt against the face. And we currently have Jinder Mahal, who's the greatest heel in WWE history. <laughs> let's 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 not bury that. He's clearly, clearly drawing so much heat, except in India. So one seventh of the world loves the guy, mm-hmm. but six sevenths of the world hate him. True. Right? I mean, that's better than uh, John Cena. Um, <laughs> so, Jinder is going to have to drop the belt at some time. Oh, does he? That's a PR nightmare, Sharif, if he does that. I, I think, uh, I mean, he can't hold on to it forever. They'll never be able to go back to India to do shows. Right. When, when is their next, do we know when their next India trip is? Because he can't drop the belt until then. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> to drop it in India. Oh my God, they would never leave. That's it's unlike everything that's happening in Impact Wrestling, where everyone from India or has Indian descent is winning. Yeah, they know what to do with they know what to do with 
with the Indians. They get it. Yeah. They know if, you know, you, you piss off uh, India, you're going to have a Temple of Doom situation. That's right. Kalima, your heart's ripped out. You're being dipped in the lava. My favorite movie. I, I know this. That's why I don't go there. Yeah. Because oh. someone would put a lay on me. I'm like, oh, Namshinai. So, wait. Let, I need to ask you this. Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom is your favorite Indiana Jones? Absolutely. Me too. No shit? No shit. Wow. <laughs> I'm not I am not bullshitting you. Wow. It's it was it, you know it, it just strikes my my heart I remember it as a kid fondly that was the one I always watched. Mm-hmm. I think it's the most entertaining one. Uh, I I think the other the other two drag a little bit at times but okay. Temple of Doom is, is great and and yes I only said the two other ones. I'm right there with you too. I remember hearing about this fourth one they're going to make at some point. Yeah. It, it sounds interesting. Yeah. I don't know how it would work in execution though if they would actually film it. Yeah, I don't I don't know either. So we're just going to imagine that they'll never film a fourth Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. But hey, I hear they're making a fifth one soon. Oh, yeah. They're going straight to number five. Yeah. No four, going straight to five. Well, Temple of Doom, technically a prequel to all the other stories. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. We just we just became closer friends right now. I like the sound of that. This is a really good moment. This is. Yeah. This is genuine, people. Don't ruin it. Yeah. With your tweets and your hashtags. <laughs> Hashtag... Don't ruin this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is a part of that where... Uh, the Jinder Mahal wearing the black turban covering his face coming out that strikes a chord to me as a child where it's like people in turbans scare me yes <laughs> because there's a temple and there's you know Mola Ram and like this cult feeling to it and a culture I just don't understand yeah because that was and it is a culture that I didn't grow up with in Texas you know I Chinese stuff Japanese stuff like there are things that were just sort of in the neighborhood or People were around Mexican, but I India is very unfamiliar to me. So India still has uh, mystical elements to yes, it. Very much. So, so when I see a lot of stuff about it, when you see when I see the Taj Mahal and I see these other things, it still strikes a chord with me, and I I dig it for not fully understanding it and being aware of the culture, and I like it that way. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't grow up with uh, uh, many Indian friends, or I don't. I think there was, like there was like one girl in high school who was Indian, but I mean we weren't friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were basically like the two brown people in the school, and like she got all the attention for being the smart one and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, shit. Who were you, the jock? I was the the. I mean, I I played sports, but I was more of like a theater nerd. Is what you oh okay classify me as? But I was on the football team. I played basketball three years. I was on the tennis team for four years. So. Yeah, I went to a very small school. There was a there was less than two hundred kids in my high school. Really, my graduating class was less than forty people. Really? Yeah. Holy shit! Tiny, tiny school. So everyone knew everyone, and you were considered a slacker if you were like on one sports team in one club. You were considered like lazy. Oh man, I was a slacker then. Yeah. Well, did you? I'm sure you went to like a big high school. Yeah. Yeah. So like you know when you go to a big high school, there's less. I mean, there's like more things to do, but there's also more people to fill those spots. We had more brown people. Yeah. But they were Mexican people. They yeah. weren't of other uh, cultures. Or... Yeah. The, the Mexican... I think we had a couple. Yeah. I think there was an Indian kid, and I remember. Yeah. The, the, the Mexicans uh, we had in our high school were, were very light skinned, so they can get away with being white. 
I, I say that not with no sense of jealousy whatsoever, being a brown guy growing up in mid-Michigan. Um, Don't worry, you'll grow up to be a white guy, Sharif. Oh, one day. Gee willikers. <laughs> That's why I still play golf. Uh, <laughs> um, no. It, yeah, wow. Interesting. We're, mm. we're learning a lot about each other. We each are. Other this is yeah. this is like screw the wrestling today. Let's let's just learn about each other. Let's just today. learn about our Temple of Doom fandom. Yeah, right. We're gonna have to have a screening of that sometime soon. We will. I went and saw it in the theaters again not too long ago. Oh, that's awesome. I don't think I've ever seen it in the theaters. Oh, you're missing out. Oh, I know I am. It's good. It's good in the theater. Um, but okay, let's let's transition into yes. Jinder Mahal, his second title defense, I uh, believe. I think this was his first. Title. Oh, you're right, right. Yeah, sorry. I'm yeah. looking at the one matches winning it as a title defense. No. Uh, yes, his first title defense no. against Randy Orton. Again, was this better to you? The same or worse? I think the match. I the match itself. I think I liked it slightly better than the first. Okay. Slightly better, and I think most of that has to deal do with the crowd that night. St. Louis, mm-hmm. hot for Randy Orton. Sure. Right. And Are you w- talking about a special VIP section? Are you talking about the entire crowd? Well, let's talk about the whole crowd and then get... To, let's let's talk about the people first. Okay. And then we'll get into the VIP section. Um, the crowd absolutely going nuts for Randy Orton, wanting him to win. I thought the match itself was better paced. Mm-hmm. Um, Ginger Mahal is definitely becoming more confident as a champion. Um Still, I you know I think he still has a way to go to mm-hmm. be a, a top echelon guy, but he's starting to walk around with that confidence, which is the first part of it. Like the, right, the, fake the, it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. Um, I I enjoyed the end, and of course I knew he was going to retain, but it, it's always good when you can break the hearts out of your your crowd, mm-hmm. right? The more that wow, there's some wow. They did not do anything to make that crowd go home happy. That show. Mm, no, I guess yeah. not, huh? Na- Naomi is the only face. To, was the only face in the. So you had Naomi and the Fashion Police, Rizango, right. were the only faces to win. Well, you did get the moment of AJ Styles and Nakamura, as you said, where it's yeah. like, hey, you get this tease, you get this amazing, but, amazing tease, but none of them win. None of them win. Can I throw something out right now that I predict that will happen in the near future? Please. Once Vince McMahon gets sick of this whole Indian thing and yeah. doesn't like Jinder Mahal anymore? Please do. He's going to come out to AJ Styles' theme, or AJ Styles will come out in a feud against Jinder Mahal, and his theme will play, they don't want none. You know, mm-hmm. they don't want none. Mm-hmm. They don't want none. He's going to be throwing out non-bread. Oh. As a way to mock Jinder Mahal. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. That seems like a very uh, Vince-ism. Oh, Vince, I, I, I could see Vince right now in the kitchen just ba- just baking up some naan bread. Mm-hmm. And he's like, AJ Styles and naan. Ha, I got it. Here, AJ, made a lot of naan bread. <laughs> Make it look strong. Okay, so that's that's my tangential racist yeah. thing for the day. Fair enough, fair enough. Hashtag naan bread. <laughs> uh, so the crowd upset that their boy who doesn't care about wrestling lost. Yes. <laughs> Such a travesty. But we had a VIP section. We, we did with some of uh, St. Louis's finest professional wrestlers. Right. Um, uh, boy, I'm trying to... Baron Von Raschke. Yes. He was there. 
Um, I'm filling it with a bunch of people in my head that weren't actually sitting there. Right. I I, I know like the the three familiar ones I can remember. Yes. So, so you had Sergeant Slaughter. Oh yes, I forgot about Slaughter. Um, Bob Orton. Am I getting Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. Junior. Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. With no cast Mm-mm. on his arm, mind you. No. That was disappointing. You're hoping for the cast? Yeah. Maybe maybe security made him take it off. Oh, I hate that security. Yeah. They're the worst. Just security, get out of here. We can take care of ourselves. Yeah, those old guys can beat the shit out of anybody. They really could. They could beat the shit out of the entire crowd if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. One right after the other. Um, I know we're, we're missing one. Oh, there was uh yeah uh, oh god I'm I'm picturing him in my head he was he was right there next to Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. Yeah, you know who it was? It was the 16th time. Oh damn it! Oh that yes that's who it was that's who it was, the Nature Boy himself. Woo, Ric Flair. Yeah, what? And and he's here today. I am here today. He's styling and profiling. Doing all the things that I've said for years. I was there in St. Louis, partying all along. Wow, excellent. So yeah, you were. Okay. I can't believe you're the one I forgot that was there. I can't believe you forgot either. Why didn't you forget about Ben Van Resky? I, I mean, I mean, like you know, he did his thing, and like he was sort of like an active participant in everything that was going on. He couldn't even stand up. I mean, he's, a, he's, an, he's an older gentleman. He's old and he never beat anybody. I beat him twice in Tupelo, Mississippi in one night. And I'm sure they both went Broadway. And they're sold out hanging from the rafters. Awesome. Awesome. So, okay, now I remember. Okay, now I'm remembering what happened. So, at the end of that match, Jinder Mahal, Randy Orton, the Singh brothers uh, put Jinder Mahal's foot on the ropes. Ref goes to potentially kick out or call off the match Randy Orton please and so they kick out the Singh brothers and as they're leaving they threaten to beat up Bob Orton Cowboy Bob they threaten to beat him up and the camera show they got him right there and you're just standing there you're you're you you could help defend him but you're just standing there and I, I just want to open up the floor for you to tell us what happened there? You think I didn't get involved? Uh, it, it looked like you were just there, not doing anything. You think I didn't do anything? You think there's a moment in time where Ric Flair isn't doing anything? And it, you thought that was the moment? I thought that was the moment, indeed. You are wrong. Okay, I, I, if okay, I will, I will, I will indulge this. So if I'm wrong, what were you doing during that moment? The wrestling business is about one thing. Oh, forgiveness for oh forgiveness. And that night, Charlotte Flair had a match of a lifetime. She was there in Money in the Bank to fight for a contract. But I knew she wasn't going to win. I knew that being her dad and we've had a falling out. And I got an email. (laughs) I got an email from now a good personal friend of mine, the modern day Maharaja Jinder Mahal, with an offer. He had an offer for my daughter that I couldn't pass up. What? To win my daughter. 
What? And he needed to borrow $4 million because things right now aren't working out well. Wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Okay, 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 okay. Let, 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 let's take a, a couple steps back here because I was wondering, yeah, yes, Charlotte had, was in a match. She was really good. And that, what did that have to do with anything with the, the match in question here? And so there, there's a few surprising things here. One, you have an email address. I got an email address. You know how computers work. I know how computers work. Uh, I, I would love to get your email address uh, when we're done recording this. Um, two, you received an email from the Monday Maharaja Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal, my soon-to-be son-in-law. And that's the third and biggest point here. Is you we have an arranged marriage between Charlotte Flair and Jinder Mahal. That's right. If she's not gonna be a champion, then by God, she's gonna marry a champion. Wow. Woo. Wow. Woo. Okay. Okay. So, and then you also and you loan Jinder Mahal money. Look, things are a little rough right now. He included in the email that he's a prince. And then he needed some money. And I have the money to give him for now. And so I'm going to give it to him as an investment. And he's also told me he's going to give me some oxen. And that seemed like a hell of a deal. So some some actual ox. An actual oxen. As part of her dowry. I was about to ask. Typically with these arranged marriages, there's a dowry. But it, it seems like you are not getting the better of this deal. I am getting the best deal of all time. Ric Flair knows how to make a deal. And my daughter's going to marry a champion. And then, by God, on their wedding day, I'm going to challenge Jinder Mahal to a championship match to make it for the 17th time. Okay. So, it's not, maybe that sounds like... This is... This is quite unusual. So, the day of the wedding, which should be the happiest day of your life, of your daughter's life, of Jinder Mahal's life, uh-huh. you're going to challenge Jinder Mahal, I'm assuming it, at the reception at least, you're going to wait till the, 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 the nuptials have been made, that the, the rings are on the finger, and right maybe before the first dance, we then have the first title defense as a married man? As soon as he kisses my daughter, that's it, I'm throwing him in a finger for it like that. Okay, so as soon as he says, I do, and he kisses her, the rice comes flying out, you're just going to put him in the figure four until he taps. All wrestling weddings of wrestlers take place in the ring, and they should know better. So this is going to take place in, in a, a ring. ring. In a ring. So at an arena somewhere? Or do, we, do we have a date set? Do we have a location? I'm sure people are going to want to tune in to see this. We have it coming up in the August. In August? Wow, that's pretty Summertime wedding. And I know you're still thinking, well, why didn't you get involved <laughs> when the when those two little guys were grabbing Bob Orton? Yeah, I mean, I we we took a deep tangent here. I mean, that was my original question, but had to move forward. So, yeah, yes, thank I'm you for... I'm explaining it all. Please, I yes. know it was hanging there, and you're wondering what was going on. I didn't want to beat up Jinder Mahal's sons. They're cute. Those two little boys, they look like they're seven years old, and they're playing along and trying to get in a fight. And I knew those two boys wanted to have a good time, and they're going to hang out with my son, David Flair. Oh, boy. Um... 
They're going to get a sandbox, and they're going to play, and they're going to make little castles. Oh, okay. So there, there's some aspects of that I'm, I don't want to touch, but I'll just say the, the, the Singh brothers are not Jinder Mahal's kids. They're brothers, and they're the sons of Jinder Mahal. Do you see the size of Jinder? Uh, He's a big man, big veins, big guy. Really big veins, absolutely. And those little fellas, they look like they're seven or eight years old. They're so cute. They're wandering around and they want to learn how to wrestle. Ah, they're adorable. One of them has facial hair. Well, I don't want to get into race things, but I know the Indian culture grows hair at a faster rate. They, they they do, but seven is a little, little early. Look, there. I don't know how Jinder raises his sons. Maybe he gives them growth hormones and they grow facial hair faster. I don't know what it is. I don't want to judge. I just know that those two boys are adorable and they, my son, David Flair, is going to teach him how to wrestle. Oh, oh, oh boy. Um, wow. So you didn't get involved. Because you thought the Singh brothers... Family. Future Flair Mahal family. So will, will Charlotte be taking Jinder Mahal's name? Of course. That is customary and that is the culture. She will be Charlotte Flair Mahal. Charlotte Flair Mahal. If you're going to do it, do it with Flair Mahal. Well, that is some breaking news here, and that that answers a lot of questions and also brings up a lot of questions. I don't even know what to think, but now we know your motives, and you're soon to wed off your daughter, so congratulations. Thank you very much, and soon to be 70-time world heritage. Yep, yep, it seems like at the end of the day, Ric Flair is doing everything for Ric Flair. Why would it be any different? Woo! I gotta go! All right. We'll see, see you around. Uh, I look forward to getting a wed- wedding invite here. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. I, I None. None whatsoever. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to get a, a, a surprise wedding here. That's wonderful. That That is. And... So he thinks he could just put Jinder Mahal in the figure four, make him tap out, and then win the championship with no contract, with no referee. Look, how many contracts do we see getting signed all the time? Quite a few. Yeah, out in the ring. And think of all those undercard matches we don't see contract signings for. Mm -hmm. It must happen somewhere. I mean, there's probably a contract guy in the back just being like, hey, you want a match? Here's I can get you a contract. Right. And they they got so many network shows, it's probably its own network show. Ooh, yeah. That... Uh, what, what would what would the title of that wedding be? Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Oh man, it make more sense if it was in the fall. What? Uh, Flair Mahal wedding in the fall. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, it's all right. It was kind of a first shot shit show. Maharaja marriage. Oh, uh, that sounds sweet. It, it does. Uh, well. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this up to the 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 audience here. Uh-oh. Give us give us give us your best hashtag for the title of the WWE Network show that chronicles the the Jinder Mahal Charlotte Flair wedding. What's yes. the name of that series? Please send that hashtag at the Nasser at Scott Narber. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. Yes, and if we if we remember, we'll read the best one next time we record. Right, if we remember, if we remember, and if you send them, yeah, that that's up to you. Uh, now I know 
you're a fan of Naomi. I, I am, yes. Because you can feel the glow. I, I do feel the glow. But you told me right before we started recording, you felt the glow all day yesterday. Absolutely. So I'm sure most people know this here, that Netflix has released a new series called Glow, which is uh, based off the former wrestling organization, Glow. Gorgeous, Gorgeous Ladies of, of wrestling. wrestling. And most of them were. They really were mm-hmm. like uh, after I watched the entire first season of Glow, I had to go back and watch a little bit of the documentary on Netflix that covered Glow as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, most of those women were pretty dang gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, there there was a, a few. You know, you'd be like, okay, you're definitely more of the professional wrestler here. Acquired taste, yes, acquired taste. But they own their sexuality, and sure, that's still a very powerful, palpable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I I did binge the entire first season of Glow, starring Allison Brie. Um, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. Um. It was a lot of fun. They took the source material seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think some people may be disappointed in the fact that the the Netflix series uh, changes up the names of the wrestlers. And basically, all of the characters are fictional. With What? Yeah. So, Glow traditionalists like myself would be outraged. Yes. Yeah, so you're, you're not going to see any uh, Mountain Fiji. Mm. You're not going to see any Americana or mm. Little Egypt. Big Bad Mama? No Big Bad Mama. Oh. But uh, I think the Big Bad Mama equivalent is uh, Welfare Queen. <laughs> I love <laughs> Which, that. That was like when, when they mentioned that one, I'm like, that that is the best thing I've ever heard. And mm-hmm. The actress plays the gimmick so well. She's like, I have all these food stamps that the government's paying for. I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> I love it. These used to be WWE gimmicks completely, and now they won't touch that stuff. Yes. And Glow's like, well, we're doing it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Mountain F- Mountain Fiji is then replaced by someone named Montezuma. Okay. Or Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu. Oh, I was like, Montezuma and their revenge? That, see, I That's going to get dark. That would have been better. Um, it's going to rain down that revenge. <laughs> um, and also the... So Mountain Fiji in, in the actual Glow was an Olympic shot putter, I believe. In the show Machu Picchu... Uh, was the daughter of a famous professional wrestler made up. Like, they got a really big actor. I wouldn't be surprised if he was a former wrestler. I couldn't recognize him. Okay. But one of her brothers on the show, the former Funkasaurus himself, Tyrus. Tyrus. He was on the show, and he was he, when, when he had moments, he was really good. Brodus Clay, Tyrus, all these names that he goes under. Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah, like uh, at, at one point, he he and his brother are training Alison Brie and the the lady that they want to uh, make like sort of the, the star of the show, former soap opera actress. Like they start teaching them how to have a, a good match. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of fun moments in that. Mm. Um, yeah. Overall, I thought it was one of the stronger shows I've seen on Netflix. Uh, they, they, they treat it seriously and they show the passion behind it. Um, also we see Alison Brie topless, which I am very, very happy about. Sold. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. Yeah. Which episode? First. Right out the gate within like five minutes. What? Topless. Oh my God. Yeah. Here I am, some idiot watching Voltron. Yeah. On Netflix. The new Voltron, finally. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm such an idiot. So the first episode begins with Alison Brie is an actress in Los Angeles. She goes on an audition, doesn't do well, uh, bothers the casting director in the bathroom being like, oh, I want to be a star. And then she goes to do uh, ja- like jazzercise or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to her in the locker room getting changed. And we see it. And then within like two minutes after that, she has a sex scene. What? I At first, I thought you were going to describe fame, where it's like she's in front of the casting director. And like, just, just crying while going, <laughs> I want to be in a movie. No, it, it was it was it was great when they're in the locker room, like her friend, who's a soap opera actress, goes like they're talking about how Alison Brie could do porn. And mm-hmm. the soap actress fan friend says, like, I cannot imagine you doing porn. You're the, you're afraid to get changed and you change under your shirt in the locker room. And Alison Brie goes, I don't do that anymore. And then just takes her top off. And I'm like. Yes, I'm sold. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, Sharif, you just moved the needle. I, I did. I just gave that show so many more views. Oh, I'm sorry. I was referring to something else. Oh, your penis. Yes, naturally. Uh, Holy shit, man. That's amazing. Yes. And uh, so other than Allison Brie being I don't know why they didn't. Uh, sorry. I, they cool. should just say like glow is back with nudity. Yes. That it like it would break Netflix. Yeah. Netflix would be down. So I think maybe that's why they didn't do it. Fair. Because they want people to actually be able to watch it. Sorry. Nudity got me too excited. You were saying. No, it it got me very excited. Why do you think I watched the entire series last night? Looking for nipples. Absolutely. All of them. Like after the first episode, I think we get some a little later on and then Mm. not much towards the end, but. (laughs) Boo. Boo indeed. But we do get some sweet professional wrestling. Mm, okay. Yes. Yeah, so, How was the wrestling? Uh, from the the women, it's the first season is really just about them training, like being very green to just being able to put on a somewhat decent match. So you see a lot of holds and basic maneuvers. Okay. Um, and then of course you know like there's a lot of training in the first uh, season here. At one point, uh, and I, I blank on her name, the the soap op soap opera actress who they're positioning as the star of the show. She's going to be the headlining face, the John, mm-hmm. C- the Hulk Hogan, if you will, if we go with that era. Sure. Um, her and then two other members of glow go to an actual wrestling show. Okay. Um, and we see a little bit of a match there and it's great. Like one guy does a moonsault and uh, Machu Picchu, who's part of this wrestling dynasty says, Oh my God, she, he's setting up for the most dangerous move in wrestling. The moonsault. Oh, no. Yeah, and then he does a good moonsault. You know, he jumps on the top, jumps from the bottom to the top buckle, and then does a moonsault, does it well. Um, and then the next match is pits uh, Steel Horse versus Mr. Monopoly, played by two professional wrestlers. Oh. Uh, the face, Steel Horse, say it to his face, Alex Riley. Wow, okay. And then you're going to have to help me out with Mr. Monopoly. We looked at this before we recorded. Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan. Uh, where have we seen him from? Well, he's often seen in On Your Mark. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, one one uh, half of the badass buddies. Nice. Uh, but Joey Ryan has been, um, God, he's been everywhere. I mean, I remember watching him in UPW days, uh, but got a lot of notoriety in Impact Wrestling when they were doing um, uh, Gut Check. And he got like the the Twitter percentage vote, and then he's in Lucha Underground, uh, PWG. Like he's one of those indie guys that's everywhere, but never quite broken through yet to get that mainstream success. Gotcha. So yeah, he's in it as the oh, and he's the famous dude now. The, the his his uh, his penis has oh. great power. Like the Japanese video that came out, like where in, I think it first happened. In that Japan. was him. 
That's Joey you Ryan. You see the power of the penis? Yes. Dude, oh, that, oh, I love this guy. He's got amazing shirts. I, 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 I'm going to have to get a Joey Ryan. Please tell me it's like, you know, like with him, like with his penis being like, wow. Uh, there are some of those. There's King of Dong style. Oh, my God. I want that shirt now. There was when uh, I think it was a limited edition shirt that I was very close to getting. But then I realized eh, I would be wearing this around and that might be a little uncomfortable. Uh, so the the Kong image, the Kong poster when mm. the new Kong came out where it's you see that he's gigantic, but like standing on the island, but far away in the distance. And it just said Kong. So it's Joey in that same pose. And it says Dong. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I want that shirt. <laughs> I don't think I could ever wear it outside. And that's the tricky thing with some of these wrestling shirts. So you go, yeah, like I have a James Ellsworth shirt, that one where his face is all squinched up. Sometimes you just don't know when you wear that outside what that's going to be to other people. Really? That's true. Like, that's always been a hindrance of me buying more wrestling shirts. That's why I love my strong style shirt. It's a very good, like... You can wear that anywhere. Anywhere. Like I wear it to work and everyone's like, oh yeah, strong style with no concept of what strong style is. Yeah. And it's it's still, it works. And like I had one friend who spoke uh, Japanese and he saw Ichiban on the side of it. He's like, oh, Ichiban. And I found out that means number one. (laughs) Um, They just see hot words and they're like, oh, that thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember, I think I've told the story on the podcast before, the the popular New Day shirt where it's the three of them in cartoon form on the back of the blind unicorn. Okay. Um, where it's the shirt is blue, but there's a lot of hot pink on it and other colors. And I remember being so excited to buy it. And I get it. I put it on and I look at it in the mirror on my body and I go, is this racist? <laughs> like, what is this? Like, I know what this is. I know what this is in context. I I completely understand it. But when I walk around, what will this look like to people? Oh, that's a yeah, that's 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 tough. It's a weird shirt. And then I start going, okay, I'm going to try and do it. I'm going to try and own up wearing the shirt and hope that people just chalk it up to maybe that's anime. Yeah. And they don't really get it or know. But I looked at it. I'm like, no, it doesn't seem racist. But at first I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. There, there are wrestling shirts can be really, really weird. Yes. When you don't know what wrestling is. Yes. You have to be very careful with the shirt, mm-hmm. the shirts that you get. Uh, if anyone has any fun stories about wrestling shirts that they have and like the weird uh, uh, reactions they, they received, I, I, I would love to hear about those. That, yes. That sounds, I think I, I've never had many wrestling shirts. I, I remember the first one I ever bought was at the first, uh, WWE uh, event I went to in Saginaw, Michigan. How? Sh- yeah, um, like they. I think they still tour in Saginaw every once in a while. Um, it was a Shawn Michaels shirt. It says like you you can't kill what you can't hunt. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. Okay, this, this seems like that's like one of the things when I go when I get my wrestling shirts, I want ones that like are, are pretty inconspicuous that don't come off as racist or it just kind of blends in It blends in. Right. Like that's why I love my Shinsuke strong styles. Right. It could be, Oh, it could be video games. It could be something nerd culture. That's like, I just don't know what that is. Yeah. And sometimes the rare occasion it's like, Oh, is that a sports thing? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like it can just blur the lines of all these things. Absolutely. Well, actually, and I take that back. My first wrestling shirt I ever owned was actually an NWO shirt, but Sure. I think everyone in their mom owned an NWO shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not. Whoa. I wasn't quite watching then. Fair enough. But I saw them everywhere. Yeah. And they look cool. Yeah. I, I had the black and white NWO 
Because I wasn't part of the wolf pack. No. You are original. I was original. I was OG. So I brought up, yes. on the computer here, I brought up some of the shirts here. Okay, I, I see one that says Dong. Yeah, that well, yeah. there's a couple that oh, say Dong. I, I see but the, there's the, the, uh, the King Kong one that says yeah, Dong. Yeah, Dong Sleaze Island is what it specifically says. Dong's, that is a beautiful shirt. It is. And it, I mean, you really have to pay attention to what that is to truly know. Yeah, and Dong is, like, the, the O in Dong is a little... Uh, it's covered. It's covered. Ooh. Up. How about this one, Free Whoa. Sharif? I mean, these are all available at ProWrestlingTees.com, uh, Joey Ryan store. And this one is a very, very evocative uh, he, shot of Joey Ryan. He is shirt, like he is basically shirtless. He's wearing very tight jean shorts. His legs are splayed. Those are wrestling trunks, sir. Those are not jean shorts. Those are, um, my apologies. From here, I, I just saw the light blue, look like light blue denim. Yeah, so he's that shirt is sprawled open. He's got like a calendar pose all sprawled out. It says, Joey Ryan, all night dong. All night dong, all night. Ooh. So there's a lot of, like, I mean, I'm sure... Many listeners are are familiar with Joey Ryan and his and his uh, shirts, but he's got a lot more than I had realized. But yeah, here's the King of Dong style. Oh my God, I I'm gonna get that for someone's birthday coming up here <laughs> soon. But yeah, he's I mean he's made a hell of a career for himself uh, recently doing this stuff. This is the kind of stuff. Oh, here's Dong style has arrived. Dong style, nice. Also in the style of Shinsuke's. Um, this whole new generation of stuff that all, all pisses off Jim Cornette, mm-hmm. which is just like, I almost like stuff that pisses Jim Cornette off just cause. Yeah. That's some of the best things in wrestling. Yeah. It's, it's newer. It's a different idea. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with, with there being so much wrestling, I'm fine with things being silly and weird here and there. Yes. But in the, you know, with certain places or certain companies like all right give me the consistency of whatever it is mm-hmm. but if joey ryan exists in the independent scene like yeah your dick has incredible super strength yeah and can flip people around i'm fine with that but yeah. then if he goes to nxt and it's like all right look we're not going to do that we're going to do this other stuff mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. like it's it's dealing with matt hardy who's not currently broken as much as i want to see that look everybody else is happy that they get to see matt hardy great fine dandy if it doesn't work out, that he doesn't get to do broken there. Well, then, by God, the second that you leave that company, be broken again. Absolutely. I still think he's going to be broken at some point in WWE. It's just the amount of merch they will sell with delete shirts. Like they are not going to let that go. Right. Um. But no, I, I'm all about guys on the the indies, uh, the indie circuit doing whatever they need to to rise above the crowd to have themselves give themselves a name like like i couldn't remember who joey ryan was but when you're like oh yeah he was the guy who used his dick in a match i'm like yes i know exactly who that is yeah that got spread around like wildfire absolutely like we we what our group of wrestling friends uh we we showed it to people who weren't wrestling fans and they absolutely loved it they thought it was great yeah it's super funny like when you know enough about wrestling Mm -hmm. and then you see something like that you go that's amazing yeah that's the first guy that did that in all this time. Ravishing Rick Rude didn't think to do that. Mm-mm. Very well could have done it. Yeah. Val Venus didn't do it. Val Venus didn't do it. Mr. Ass didn't do it. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys could have done it. He's the first one to do it. Mm-hmm. And it worked out beautifully. And it got him on Glow. And that's cool. And does he have a significant part on Glow? Or is he just sort of in a one-off? He's in, he's in one episode. So uh, we have the three women from Glow going to a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Alex Riley is the face. 
Oh my god, Joey Ryan is the You're just seeing Dong. I'm just seeing Dong. Uh Mr. Dong is the <laughs> is is the heel and they're they're explaining how wrestling story arcs work. We're like, yeah, they've had matches before and Mr. Monopoly stole Steel Horse's girl who, you know, who he then hypnotizes and you see her coming out to the ring and he hits her and oh. he's abusive to her while Steel Horse is begging her to come back and Mr. Monopoly shut down the steel mill that Steel Horse worked at. So, you know, they're establishing that wrestling is a soap opera. And that's where the soap opera actors, when it clicks that, oh, my God, this is all soap. That's right. when she falls in love with it. Oh, neat. Yeah. So it's a really, it's a little bit of a spoiler. My apologies. Not a huge moment. Like, you see it coming. But it, it was it was a lot of fun. And that's where they really give respect to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't call it a soap opera to make fun of it. It was to have it connect with this person who thinks it was dumb, who really then starts taking it very seriously from that mm. point on. Like she wants to have a great, she wants to have a great match. Mm-hmm. She, she wants to be the, the top face in the company and she wants a top heel. And that inner, like there's a lot of things when you watch it, uh, a lot of conflict that they bring in. And I think that was one of the, when I first heard that it wouldn't, be following the actual women of glow like it wouldn't be like oh we're gonna have a uh, mountain fiji and we're not gonna have a big bad mama we're gonna have new characters i was a little okay we'll see what they do there mm-hmm. then you watch and you're like okay the dramatic effect is so much more heightened with the way they presented it there's a lot of conflict that they're able to bring in really early and you want to see how that's going to resolve mm-hmm. and they leave enough questions open by the end of the first season that I want to I can't wait till the next season comes out and knowing how popular glow was at one point there's a lot they can do with this series wow um because I, I I never watched glow growing up I uh, did you you did so so what do you remember watching glow do you have any thoughts of when you used to watch glow i remember watching it some like a lot of the matches and angles i couldn't remember one of the things i remember most is not directly in glow it's afterwards where there was an episode of married with children yeah yep where uh big bad mama was in it like i think a lot of glow wrestlers are in it they're at a glow show mm-hmm. and then al ends up wrestling al bunny ends up wrestling a uh, big bad mama that's amazing um, yeah, I, I remember that they did a married with uh, married because I also watched the documentary. So they were on a few game shows. Oh, okay. And, like they did press circuits and all that stuff. Like it was a thing. Yeah. Like it had its fifteen minutes, most definitely from eighty six to ninety. It was one really of the most popular thing. Yeah, that long hundred episodes. I think they said like over five hundred matches, uh, bringing in millions of viewers. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the series that Netflix has on its hand. I see, like, that's where it's going to go next. I think season two is Glow, you know, still struggling to sort of be this production, but eventually it blows up. Right. And then you see the ego starting to get involved, and then they're bringing new women. And, like, so there, there's a lot that they can do with it. Um, and playing on the retro themes is super cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, I mean, it's it sounds really cool. I've been hearing about it forever, and now that it's out, I'm sure everybody's uh, gobbling it up. Yeah. Especially now that there's nudity that is known. Not just nudity, Alison Brie nudity. Oh, my. I'm going to have to do some research to see if that was actually her or a body double. But from the angles, oh, it, it, it would be pretty hard to have a body double for the angles that they were doing. Hmm. Okay. But you never know. Computers. They're intelligent. Computer nudity? Computer nudity? Well, you watch Game of Thrones, right? No. You, okay, so, never, well, Cer- Cersei Lannister, uh, 
at one point has to do like this full nude scene as she's walking through the town. Right. And it's just her head and then a body double. That's why I won't watch a show. Computer yeah. nudity. Computer nudity. Bullshit. Yeah. I thought they used real dragons too, do they? <sighs> they don't. That what a stupid, stupid show. Uh you 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 heard it here first. I don't Scott care for it. Hates what everyone else in the world loves. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I certainly do. I love wrestling. Yes. Well I do too, but I also like Game of Thrones. Right, but there's so many people in the world that don't like wrestling. <laughs> yes, but that do like Game of Thrones. Except for all Indian people now because Jinder Mahal and Impact Wrestling. God in, in like in, like we're gonna see in like ten years just a, a plethora of Indian wrestlers coming out of there. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're gonna have their own their own glow. Low <laughs> prediction now. Once they move, once the, the India boom has happened. Yes. What's the next place that is targeted? China. Oh. I mean, they're starting to target that right now. But <laughs> here, here, here's the thing: being uh, someone who has worked for. I, I, I mean, obviously, I, I worked for a gigantic corporation before my current job. I've worked for some places that are international. Everyone wants to get into China, mm-hmm. right? I'd rather be in China. Yeah, who? I remember those shirts. Yeah, I'd rather be in China. Uh, a night in China, seven nights in China, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like WWE already like has signed their first Chinese wrestler, Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay, now you're just being racist. Uh, <laughs> um, they they now have uh, the WWE Network in Mandarin. Mm-hmm. So they obviously want to get there because there's almost 2 billion people that live in China. Yeah. And they have money. They have a lot of money. Okay. At least the, the top percent do. Um, so, I mean, like, that's, like, what movie recently just flopped big time? The Mummy. I think, yeah, The Mummy did horrible here, but is doing... Gangbusters in China. I enjoyed it. I, I have not seen it. I heard awful, awful things. I don't get it. Like, it wasn't awful. It was perfectly fine. Yeah. And if it's a movie called The Mummy by the Egyptians, why am I not in it? I don't know. Yeah. It was some... Strike some one. Some uh, Thomas Cruise. Oh. Some Thomas Cruise fellow was in Thomas it. Thomas Cryos? Yeah. Yeah. I think he... Yeah. He's Egyptian. Yeah. By birth. Oh, God. Uh, that would be a scary thought. <laughs> we have enough wrong with our culture as is. We can't take him. Yeah, there, he did that other movie, Jinder Maguire. Jinder Maguire. Yeah. You can't hinder me. <laughs> yeah. He was not hindered by Jinder uh, uh, Moore. Jinder Moore. God damn. Jinder Mahal's the WWE champion. <laughs> yes. Oh, what is happening to the world? <laughs> it's selling out to a global market. Oh, my God. Hey, do you want to watch Glow? No. Do you want to glow with titties? Yes. Soul. Mm-hmm. Well, I, hey, I watched the whole thing before I even knew there were titties. Okay, that's fair. But then they show titties in the first five minutes, and I'm like, yes, yeah. I'm going to watch the rest of this tonight and barely get any sleep. I bet titties sold somebody on Glow today. Absolutely. Thank you, Sharif, for doing that. Absolutely. Please uh, send us the the, the uh, tweet us if uh, <laughs> you are watching Glow simply because I told you that there is nudity involved. Yeah, that's ten episodes, everybody. Don't go up and get food. Order Uber Eats. Yes, with the code Eats Dash Uber Snasser. Mm-hmm. There it is. There it is. You, I think you get fifteen dollars off your your first uh, order there. Beautiful. Excellent. And I was going to ask, do you have a promo code for uh, Pro Wrestling Tees? Is there anything that you have? I don't have a promo code, but uh, I can tell you. Uh, yes, yeah, so if you go to Pro Wrestling Tees, 
dot com slash o y m show. That's where you can get on your Mark shirts. There's a certified E shirt. Ooh. There's a King of Backyard style Mark E Extreme shirt. There's the Champ is Here shirt. And there's also a Mark E Extreme shirt. That seems to be the most popular one. Really? Yes. I, I do like uh, both the, the certified E and, of course, the King of Beckert style. I, I, I like any of the, the King of King of Styles sure. shirts. Those are... Uh, I think AG Style needs to have one of just, like, King of Style style. <laughs> yeah, he should. Like, fuck all your other kings of I am the style. Yes. Uh, yeah, so, all right. What else is going on? Not much. I mean, uh, let's see. Is there anything else in the world? You twitching? Wrestling? You YouTubing? I mean, am, I, am, I, am, I, am I doing We're the wrapping up here. This is or, the old wrap-up. Oh, this is, this is, oh, I see. The light, the the light has come up. Yeah. Uh, I, I see the hook. I want to thank my family. Of course, thank the Academy <laughs> and God. Um, uh, you can watch some of my videos on the old YouTube by going to youtube.com slash the Nasser. Mm. Uh, you can follow me on the old Twitterverse at the Nasser. Mm-hmm. as well are you blowing up on twitter i i think i'm close to 30 followers now nice i i think i have more than doubled since i first started this podcast that's great thank you to all those who are supporting absolutely i will say one someone on twitter also let me know that for fantasy wwe there is an online application we could have been using versus the handmade google doc that i have to update every single time no way yes well this is the beauty of twitter so right update this yeah so next season i'm not going to do this like a schmuck we're actually going to use a site have you actually checked it out i have not checked it out because i was just so depressed that of the <laughs> amount of work i've put into this thing when it could have been done so much easier for me well who knows you might have it right like, Maybe you check this thing out and you're like, there's all sorts of flaws in here. Yeah, there's a lot There's a lot of weird porn aspects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bunch of Heidenreich humping Michael Cole imagery. Oh, God, we don't want that. Or do we? I think we want it a little yeah, bit. A little bit. A little bit. All right, and how about how about you? What are what are you up to these days? Oh, ever so much. I'm heading out to Slammiversary next week. Uh, whether or not I'll be refereeing a match, I don't know. It what? could be a giant rib. Who's to say? Um, so tweet at real Jeff Jarrett and let him know you want to see me as he suggested on Fox sports presents wrestling compadre Slamcast that he mentioned me refereeing the match of Scott Steiner and Josh Matthews versus Joseph Park and Jeremy Borash. He brought it up, not me. So, uh, tweet him that and then be sure to check out the podcast as well. Also, After Buzz TV, SmackDown Live, recapping SmackDown each and every week. And, of course, YouTube.com slash OnYourMarkShow. This week is the craziest episode by far. Eddie Kingston and Bram featuring run-ins by Josh Matthews and the Impact Wrestling champion Bobby Lashley. And the craziest episode so far. So check that out. YouTube.com slash OnYourMarkShow. Totally free! Totally free, so check that out. Nice. I thought so, you charge for it. No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. We should. Yeah, That's how good it is. Yeah, you could do an Uber Red or a YouTube Red thing. Oh, man. I don't understand any of YouTube Red yet, but someday I will. No one does. No one does. Oh, YouTube Red. Uh, so that's it for this week. Uh, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Sharif Nasser. Enjoy your wrestling, kids.